Good morning. Good morning. It's just great to be here again this morning. I'm excited this morning. And yet, behind that excitement is a sense of awe uh, of, of, of what we're going to read this morning. Because I believe we're going to read this morning some of the most exciting verses in the New Testament. You'll know them. You've read them. You could repeat them. But I want you to think this morning of the implications of the text that we're going to read this morning. We read it last week, but I still want to come back to it this week. And it's John chapter 14. So I want you to open your Bibles at John chapter 14. And uh, I, I want you to listen to these verses as if you're hearing them for the very first time. You're with Jesus. You know, it's all about Jesus. Amen. It is all about Jesus. If it's not about Jesus, it's not worth listening to. And so here is these wonderful verses. And I'm just going to read the first, the first 14 verses. And, and, and just listen to them. Amen. This is the disciples. They're hearing this for the very first time. What they're, what they're hearing in these verses from the lips of Jesus, they're hearing for the very first time. So I wonder if we could try and listen with ears like that. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are are many abiding places or dwelling places? If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. I'm going back to the authorized version here. I will receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now they're hearing this for the first time. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Wow. <laughs> Philip said, Lord, show us the father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip? Even after I have been among you for such a long time, Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just mine own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Wow. What a verse, eh? <laughs> And then he goes on to say, 
Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith will do the things that I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Can you imagine the excitement of the disciples as they listened to these wonderful words of Jesus? You know, they were hearing something that was opening up to them. I'm, all, I'm, I'm always worthless here. Jesus was inviting them. Right? He was giving them an invitation to a wonderful relationship, not only with himself that they had, but opening up a relationship with the Father. But oh, even more than that, he was telling them that they were going to have access, and he was telling them that the works that they've seen him do they were now going to do it also. Now, they had a, they had a wee bit short of this. You know, there was a time when Jesus sent them out under his anointing, and they, they were amazed at the, everything that they were able to do in the name of Jesus. But here, here, Jesus is saying, I'm going away. But the work's not finished. And all these things that you've seen me doing, they've got to continue. And you've got to do them. <laughs> Come on, can you imagine them looking at Jesus? Jesus is opening up and inviting them and us into a life of unspeakable joy and service giving us the opportunity to continue the Father's work here on earth, even up until this very moment. Wow. He was opening up heaven. He was opening up the fullness of the Father. He was opening up the treasures of heaven. And they were going to be available to them. Ask in my name. And all the joy, the wealth, the power of heaven will be yours. Amen. Did you believe that this morning? <laughs> you know, it's mind-blowing. <coughs> that you and I are able to access the storehouses 
of Almighty God. <laughs> I've been struck this, this week. I was saying to Brother Agnes when we were out for lunch. I've been struck this week with the almightiness of God. You know, the almightiness of God. We can't speak it. We can't know it. We can't understand it. But we know that God is almighty. And he is willing to share all that he has with you and with me. Why are you still sitting in your seats? <laughs> this should fill us with awe, with wonder. That we're getting an invitation here to partner with the Father. To partner with the Son. And if we went on the next verse, to partner with the Holy Spirit. God wants you to succeed. He doesn't want to see you any other way but loving successful out of the storehouses of heaven and living a life of joy knowing that you're constantly living out of the presence of Almighty God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for looking upon flawed men and women and yet washing them clean in the blood of Jesus to receiving the Holy Spirit and to walking a life. You may say, well, that's not my life. I'm here what you're saying, but that's not my life. But according to the word of God, it should be. Sometimes we get overwhelmed by life. As Bill was saying this morning, we get overwhelmed by need. We get overwhelmed by poverty. We get overwhelmed with relationships. We get overwhelmed with all these things that the waves come against us. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Look through in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Folks, has asked us to gaze upon him. He's asked us to be like Peter, take the risk and come over the side of the boat and look at Jesus and all the waves are beating. <laughs> 
The wind is blowing. But as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was defeating the things of earth. And sometimes when people say to me, how can these things be? Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Sometimes we look for human explanations. And if you're looking for human explanations, you'll start to look for human answers. When God is saying this morning, the storehouses of heaven are yours. <laughs> the storehouses of heaven are yours. So if Jesus is asking us to continue his work, the things that I have done, you're going to do them too, and greater than these things. Jesus, me. 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 Yeah. Me. To do. You're not doing the you're doing the same things that Jesus did, but you're doing something far greater. Because Jesus says, the things that I do are my Father's. The words that I speak are my Father's. And I'm in the Father, the Father's in me, and if I read down the chapter, we'd find that the Father and Jesus is in us. Wow. We are no ordinary human beings. If you want to be, you can be. And you go around with a face like fizz, and you go around with the whole weight of the world on your shoulders. Rather than go out with a lightness in your spirit. Because you've been released to do the Father's will. And Jesus said in John chapter 20, As my Father has sent me, so I am sending you. <laughs> what a commission this morning. As my Father has sent me, so I am Sending you. And with that, he breathed on them. Receive the Holy Spirit so that you have the power to accomplish the Father's will. Come on. <laughs> a bunch? No, no, a bunch. No, a bunch. Sorry. Wipe that. Clean that from the state. You beautiful people. You beautiful people, you are filled with the presence of the Father. Hallelujah. You are filled with the presence of the Son. And you are filled with the presence of the Spirit. How can you be ordinary? No matter where you go, 
You carry divine excellence. It should, should be in your bearing. You should walk as kings and priests. You should walk with a heavenly bearing because you carry something. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So by understanding what you carry, it should lead you to a life of victory. Because it's victory in Jesus. But we've got to get past theology. We need to get past theology. Theology, we need it. We need the building blocks of our faith. We need right theology in order to move. But theology must always release us to experience. Theology must always release us to experience. It's good to know the theology, but we need to walk in it, experience it, so that our lives are just filled with the presence of God. It should manifest out from us. There should be that halo almost around us. We should be the Weedabix kids on the street. I see that was lost in some years, but no matter. There should be a glow. Heaven's glow should be on us. And Jesus opens up the realm of the Father to the disciples here in order that they understand that working from the realm of the Father accomplishes the Father's will. You can work, and you can work, and you can work, even in church, and accomplish nothing. But the minute you realize that your work emanates from the Father, it takes all away the weariness. Working for the church is hard, you know. <laughs> it really is. Working for the for the church is wearisome. But working for the Father is a joy. Working for the Father is a delight. And Jesus said, I'll tell you this. When you're working out from my Father, whatever you ask of me, I will do it. He shows us 
what he means by asking anything, by giving us an example of his own life, of working out from the Father. See, if you're working out for the Father, you'll not be asking for a BMW. If you're looking out for the Father, you'll not be asking for this, that. You'll be asking for the Father's will. See, that's the difference. Anything we ask comes from the Father within us. Praying in the Spirit, you're praying heaven-sent prayers. The rest prayers where we cry out, God save me, God help me. <clears throat> but real intercessory prayers start in the heart of the Father. They don't start in your heart. They start in the heart of the Father. Oh, I'm going to shift this. I'm going to fall over it. I thought I learned to stand still. But to... Praise God has given me the strength to be who I am. The Father's will. That was the whole purpose of Jesus' life. Was to do the Father's will. And the wonderful thing this morning, if you take nothing else away from this morning, that Jesus is telling his disciples, that they can continue doing the Father's will. Come on, folks, that's exciting. <laughs> we don't have to wonder what to do. We need to get back to having this deep understanding that Jesus has left us, the Spirit of God within us, in order to enable us to do the Father's will. We can't do it on our own. We can't do it on our own. We can't do it alongside other people. We must do it in fellowship and relationship with God. There's enough people in this room who can, who if they captured this, Glasgow would be changed. But you've got to capture this. We've got to get rid of the programs. We've got to get rid of the good ideas. We've got to get rid of marketing the gospel. We've got to get rid of all these things and concentrate on the Father's will. Because it's only the Father's will that you'll reach the nations. Because the Father said to the Son, ask of me. Ask of me. It's the Father's will to give you the nations. So we'd sit here, I, I speak here, I want to capture more of this. 
I want to enter into the fullness of what Jesus is telling his disciples here. I want to get excited about what Jesus is saying, that I am able by the, the Spirit of God to continue doing the Father's will. Is that our aim? Do we give that thought? Every moment you get up or every, every morning you get up, do you have this impression that today you continue to do the Father's will? Footwork miracles. Footwork healings. Footwork prosperity. <coughs> Footwork so many different things from the life. But I want to tell you, that will only be fool's gold. <sighs> if it doesn't emanate from the Father's presence. So many times Jesus drew aside in order that he could See what the Father was seeing and hearing what the Father was saying. I want to tell you that's not only for Jesus. He's given us that very same thing. He's opened up. He's given us access. The very same access that he has is given that to you and to me. Wow. Very same access that Jesus had with the Father is now opened up that same access to you and to me. And yet we find prayer a chore. We make prayer a duty. And yet we're filled with the Spirit who reveals to us the very secret wisdom of God. You don't need Google. You've got God. And the Holy Spirit brings to you and me the very secret wisdom of Almighty God. You can bring all the rulers of the world before us this morning, all the great rulers of the world. And they never knew this. Because if they had known this, they would not have put to death the Lord Jesus Christ. But you and I, it's been revealed to us. Come on, folks, it's been revealed to us. That we have this very same access right into the, the very courts of heaven that Jesus walked in when he was here. Sometimes you hear people say, I wish I'd lived when Jesus left.
Why? Because you want to see the things that Jesus did. You want to hear the things that Jesus taught. You want to see and you want to hear. And Jesus saw and heard, not with his eyes, but with his spirit and prayer. And so if you want to live, if you, if you want to say, I wish I was living in the days of Jesus, start living. Doing the same things that Jesus did. Having the same access to the Father's presence as Jesus did. Come on, folks. <sighs> want to grasp this this morning? Want to really grasp this this morning? Because this is going to affect the rest of your life. If you let it. If you let it, this is going to affect the rest of your life. When you go out this door this, uh, at lunchtime, this is going to affect the rest of your life. Because God needs a people. God needs a people to continue the work, his work. Jesus said, it's not my word. It is a father living in me who does these works. So if Jesus had the Father living in him and doing these works, so can we. We need to start stepping out in faith because it says in, in verse, uh, uh, verse 12, I tell the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I <coughs> have been doing. Jesus told you something. He told me something. He told the disciples something. He told me something. And he's saying, if you have faith in me, you will do what I have been doing. You will do. <sighs> Not you might do, or you maybe can do, but if you have the faith to believe what Jesus is saying this morning, you will do. See, we don't have the faith because we don't do it. We don't have the ears to hear what Father's saying. And we don't have the spiritual eyes to see what the Father is doing. And yet the Lord Jesus is telling us in these verses that he has given us the very same access. Wow. Come on, folks. The very same access. And he had nothing more than the Father living in him the Spirit upon him, completing the works of the Father. And he's, made, and he's made very sure that if we were to continue his 
works. We need exactly the same access as he had. Come on, folks. We are the most privileged people in God's universe this morning. All because Jesus has given us the same access to the Father as he had. Don't waste it, folks. Don't have your life taken up with, with small things. Things that don't matter. And all the time we can be taken up with the things with the Father. Anything you ask in my name, I will do it. And then do it, whatever you ask. We're bringing glory through the Son to the Father. He wants us to ask. He wants us to ask. He wants us to know what Father's saying. He wants us to, to see what Father's saying and he's asking us to ask. You know, prayer is as powerful today as it ever was. Real prayer, burst in the Spirit, coming from the Father, is as powerful today as it was in the days of Jesus. And when he says, our Father, he's introducing us to another realm. Come on. You and I are introduced to another realm. The realm of the presence of Almighty God. That's the realm he's introduced us to. He's told us we've got access to it. Prayer can do anything that God can do. There's no limit to what God can do. It is no secret. <laughs> what God can do, what he's done for others, he'll do for You know who caused, can't remember, the chap's name that wrote that song? Uh, Stuart Hamblin, wasn't it? Stuart Hamblin, if it was. He stayed next door to John Wayne. You know that? Uh, apparently, <coughs> he was a lawyer, and he was leaning over his fence one, one day speaking to John Wayne. And he says, John says, what, what sort of day have you had today? You know, what sort of day have you had today? <laughs> I said, it's been a terrible day. I've had a terrible day. And he says, it's all because I rushed out this morning without speaking to Father. But he says, in the afternoon, I corrected that. And I got back into the fellowship with the Father. And John Wayne says, there is no secret what God can do. And he went in and wrote that song that we sing 
It's a beautiful song, isn't it? And to think that John Wayne had, I'm sorry about John Wayne's accent. I sat here 20 minutes ago and I says, Lest he touches me, I'm finished. That's right, yeah. And you came here and touched me. Father, we just come in the name of Jesus. We thank you that there's still the Saviour who touches. Yes. I thank you for young David here, Father. I just pray that you will just pour into him an understanding of what we're saying this morning. That his heart and his mind is opened to Father. To hear what Father's saying and to see what Father's doing. And to concentrate on that. That you would pour your strength in because strength comes from the presence of God. And I just ask you in the name, in the name of Jesus that the the touch is not really from me, but the touch is from you. You touch me. You touch me. And oh, the joy that flood my soul. Flood David with that joy this morning. And with that understanding of the access that he and all of us have into the Father's presence for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, he touched me. Oh, he touched me. And all the joy that flood my soul. Something happened. And now I know he touched me. And me, me whole. Let's just all say it. And just use it as a prayer. God, would you touch me this morning? Oh, he touched me. Oh, his joy that felt my soul. Something happened. And now I know. He touched me and made me whole. He touched me and made me whole. He touched me and made me whole. Amen. Oh, Father, this morning, yes. you are such a wonderful Father. Yeah. Oh, oh, God, this morning, let George feel that touch of your hand. When I feel the touch of your hand upon my life, it causes me to worship. And as we're touching George this morning, we pray that be that worshipful spirit will rise within him. That will rise above every circumstances of life. And that as you touch him this morning, there will be that worshipful spirit 
will just rise up from within his being. Worshipping the, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Just pray that George this morning has got something from that touch of yourself that will lead him out from here with a new sense of purpose, a new sense of direction, a new sense of having the presence of God within him. Leading and guiding and shaping his life for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Let's just sing that song. Can you, you know what, Margaret? When I feel the touch. When I feel the touch of your hand upon my life. It causes me to sing a song. So from deep within, my spirit clingeth unto thee. You are my God, you are my King, and I will. Prayer is the key that opens wide the inexhaustible storehouses of divine grace and power. Ask and it shall be given. Cries your heavenly Father, he's asking us, he's crying, he's saying, come on, cry to me. He's saying, cry to me. Wake up. Cry to me. I want to hear your voice. I want you to come into my presence and speak. You know, you've got the privilege that archangels, the highest archangels in glory, have they got? They stand in the presence of God and they stand with their heads bowed and their wings folded. And they wait the commands of God. But God is saying to you this morning, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I've got so much to give you. I've got such an amazing life for you. If you can only see the plans I have for you. If you look and see the life I've mapped out for you. And you continue to be occupied with small things. You continue to be occupied with things that have no significance. He's saying, my people cry to me. Come on, cry to me. 
cried to me. I love to hear your voice. They say, look, the storehouse doors are open. <laughs> look, the storehouse doors are open to you. My storehouse doors are standing wide open for you. Every day of your life have I not recorded it in my book. He wants us to come into his divine presence in order to understand the pages of your life. He's so interested in you that he's written a book about you. He's written a book about me. There is no limit to what prayer can do. God is able Father is saying this morning what my son said in the verses that you've been reading are as true today as they were when Jesus spoke them. Amen. The morning that the day that my son spoke these words, they're still as true today as they were then. So open up your voices. Open up your hearts. Cry to me and I will answer. But I'll do more than that for you this morning. If you cry to me and I'm going to answer, I'm going to show you things. I'm going to bring you to a place of divine revelation where you're going to see my heart. Um. You're going to see my heart. You're going to walk from this moment on in divine fellowship with Almighty God. Listening and seeing and whatever and whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And the overriding thing in all of this is the Father's will. 
Holy Spirit will cause you to pray the Father's will. I had so much more to say this morning, but I feel that I've said enough. I want the Holy Spirit to, to work. He's already working in here this morning. He's actually touching people this morning. He's touched me this morning. He's touched me this morning. Ask him to touch you this morning. Maybe next time we'll leak. Not only have we this divine access, but in order to do the things, the actions that Jesus did, we need to have that anointing. And we'll maybe look at the anointing, which brings us the access, which helps us do the actions. So there's a wee taster for not in two weeks' time, but in four weeks' time. God be the glory. He's a wonderful Father. That he wants to touch you this morning. If you feel like it this morning, I never force anyone to do anything. But if you feel like it in, for the next five minutes or so, would you just go and touch someone? Would you just go, you don't have to say anything, but would you just go and touch someone? Just rise up your seat. And wherever, if you feel you've, you've got a word, give that word. But really, it's just the touch. Just a touch. Let's just go and just lay your hands on, on people this morning. Just touch them. Because you carry that divine anointing. You carry that divine anointing. So touch each other this morning. Let what's in you flow. Let it flow. Just lay your hands on someone. Let, let that which is divine just flow.
By the Holy Ghost and just like droplets roll. This is the day of Waterbury, for it is moving in power again. By the anointing, let me I just sing that, 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 I wish I could sing the verse, but I don't know if it's in the hymn book, but uh, the chorus, turn your eyes upon Jesus, uh, look full at his wonderful face. Yeah, 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 you want to sing the hymn? I want to sing the hymn. Can you play that one, Mr. Turn your eyes upon But you know the verse too? Yeah. I just feel that's where our eyes have been turned this morning. B forty, I think the verses are just wonderful too, as as well as the as the chorus. Let let us make let us make a de a declaration of this hymn this morning. Not a prayer. Let's stand and let's make this a declaration this morning. Doesn't matter where we are or how we are, we can turn our eyes upon Jesus. You see, there's a light for a look at the Savior. Land life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His one. Wonderful face, 
and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Death into life everlasting. He passed and we followed him there. Over us, say no more, have dominion. No more and conquer us. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look forth and his wonderful face. And the things of hell will strangely dim. Can we just say the last verse out as a declaration? And the chorus, just a, a declaration. If we just actually speak it out without music and make this a declaration as we leave here this morning, okay? His word shall not fail you, he promised. Believe him and all will be well. Then go to a world that is dying. His perfect salvation to tell. So turn our eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. May God bless you this morning.